I'm Juliette Littman. And I am Joe House. Welcome to Ringer Food, the Ringer's new hub for all your food-related content. You may have known this feed as House of Carbs, and don't worry, that's not totally going away. We will be launching two new shows on the feed, and the first is Food News with me and David Jacoby. You may remember us from our days at Grantland. Well, Jacoby and I are back to go over the news, sample snacks, share some personal tales of food news, some global tales of food news, who knows what else is to come? And House, what are you going to be doing? Oh, my taste buds, my hungry homies, my culinary comrades, we are back. We've done it. Here to tell you that we are reigniting House of Carbs with a whole new slate of tasty episodes throughout the year. We are starting with a football fracas, a gridiron gobble fest. We're doing NFL playoff potluck featuring taste tests of the iconic food item or items of every playoff city to determine which city reigns supreme. Ringer Food is starting up this Wednesday, January 12th. That's so soon. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rollin' presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome. Golf podcast, unlike any other. Oh yes, my friends, we've done it. This is Fairway Road. The golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am your starter, Joe House. We are jumping right into it, my birdie buddies. On the line, as is always the case, whenever we can get them. PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, Nathan Hubbard. It's a two-ball this week. We are ready to get into it. Let's walk over to the first tee, get a peg in the ground, and let's get going. 
Nate Dog, you're back from Tory Pines. You're upright. We have real professional golf occurring all over the world with playoffs. We had NFL playoffs. Your beloved Rams, your boy's beloved Rams, not your beloved Rams, are in the Super Bowl. How are you feeling? I'm feeling like we have to take Jason Day seriously again. That's one way to start this whole thing off. Yeah. I, I mean, this there's lots of things happening. The golf was interesting this week. We actually didn't go head-to-head with football, and we got a great finish on a great course. Good we job, great, PGA. Great job, PGA. And Nance just, called the golf from the from a booth in Arrowhead. I mean, how hard can that job be, by the way? This is, you know, the the, the poor um, golf broadcasting community. They really, this, this proof of concept <laughs> that we really don't need to be flying this entire enterprise all over. No. What we really need are cameras, camera operators, maybe a drone or two, but you really yeah. need like a, t- a tech team to go to each venue. And a lot of these venues now have the infrastructure down. But you don't need to be flying on the on the fifteenth. We have you know Ian Baker Finch I mean, and even Colt Colt, who we were all excited about getting this job. As it's getting dark, coming down the stretch, Luke and Will, like they both drive, and Colt's like, "Oh, that is pipe down the middle." And then the camera shows it plugging under the lip of the bunker. It's like, <laughs> Colt, why? Are, what are you doing? He couldn't we're, see. It's not his what, fault. I think he might have already been at the margarita tent or whatever yeah, I I mean, it works for me so let's begin with um two things one there is a reason why in years past this podcast has not commenced until this tournament at this venue yeah. and we talked about it last week with you know major champion pedigree the leaderboard had major champion pedigree all over it up and down it throughout the four days wednesday through saturday Let's give out a couple grades. Your grade for the week for Justin Thomas. Meh. C plus. B minus. Justin Thomas, we talked about it last week. I was really interested to see how he played with the big boys uh, in a big boy golf tournament. And by the way, it really felt like a big boy golf tournament down there. There Yeah, you were down there. There just was real energy, uh, you know, whenever CBS brings out the boom cameras, yeah, you know, on the big booms to get those sweeping views of the tee boxes, that, that's when you know it's a big tournament. But I mean, 73-74 on the weekend on the South Course, when he sh- had shots, you know, 68-63 to start, it's just not enough. And he finishes T20 when he had this tournament in his hands, especially because Rom, who is great at golf, was clearly not bringing his A game this week. And that's why we know Rom's the best player in the world, because he was somewhat pedestrian for him. What grade? grade? Give me a grade. Let's hear a grade for John Rom. I I actually give John Rom an A, because uh, he didn't have it, but still was one shot out of the damn playoff. (laughs) Because he birdied the 17th hole. Again, and it was like, here it comes. If he'd done the 18th, he would have been in the playoff. He lost a lot of shots around the green this week, and I think that's that's what hurt him. But uh, this is is clearly the best player in the world. The reason I say that is because look at what JT did without his best stuff on Sunday. Fell down the leaderboard. DJ, not totally there. Brooks is a work in progress, man. I followed him. Uh, for two days, and his game is not there yet. 
Rom just has a floor that he doesn't ever fall through. And, and we know how high his ceiling is, but you're going to depend now on Rom. I, I, I don't, can you, like, we got to start, what are the odds that he's not going to top 20 any tournament he plays right now? Well, and, and that might start being a play. That might start having to be the bet the house because last week's bet the house, we had a nice make the cut. We tried to just squeeze in an easy one and two out of the three guys that we picked, the homie Homa, I feel like we put the kibosh on him. Hopefully he'll come on the show again. He, he was playing with Brooks. Uh, and frankly, he he was playing better. He just kind of pooped the bed on on Friday coming down the south. It, it's a reminder. Or Thursday. Sorry, it's second round. Yeah, right. Second round. It's a reminder because we had cut sweats Thursday night um, of this particular venue, how, especially with those POA greens. They were crazy. It, you get on the wrong side of it, and then you're just, you're just out. It's just an eject. You can't find yes, yourself on them. That's exactly what happened to a bunch of these guys. They just, I mean, there are putts. Two guys would mark their ball within three inches of one another. One guy putts and it breaks right at the hole. The other guy putts and it breaks left at the hole. And they just look at each other like, I don't know. And and they're, it's a mind F for the rest of the round. You're totally right. Well, we had that experience. You know, we exchanged notes. The homeless hubs, Mark Hubbard, was uh, on the cut line through nearly all of of two uh, rounds he was he, he was playing well his ball striking was outstanding strokes gained approach was outstanding and he just was confounded by the poa uh well i mean it's 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 poa on the south and bermuda on the north but still i'll tell you the guy who put worse than homeless hubs or maybe homeless hubs put worse than him was willie z yeah i mean that that was a bummer of a performance from a guy who just was throwing lasers all well, over the course. Let's talk about that. You're, you're going to glass half empty it. I'm more inclined to glass half full it. Yeah. I, I, well, make the case. Just because that quality of ball striking, what, what he could control T to green yeah. is the repeatable thing. Like a, a, every single time, if he does that, you know, in all the tournaments that he plays, he's going to go out and win a whole bunch of tournaments, including like, gigantic major tournaments because the the quality it's like he nobody's at Colin Morikawa's level but he he's in he's on the same playing field you don't you wouldn't you know just just dismiss out of hand and so we're gonna have it was painful because of how many eyeballs were on poor Willie Z from the golf community we haven't seen that kind of like weird putting stroke and just he just showed such a lack the, the lack of confidence in his own putting performance it just was emanating from his being it was like a That's specter right. surrounding him he it doesn't have ghost. any body fat so you can't he doesn't he has no way to hold in <laughs> the bad putting vibes that's right that's I, right i think we're overdoing it a little bit i mean i gave i gave Good. him a hard time i i, I think i think you're right i mean look he shot a 65 on friday the third round losing 0.35 strokes putting. He missed a three-footer, a four-footer, a seven-footer. He had seven birdies inside 17 feet that he missed. That was a bad day because to even get into those ranges, he gained six over six and a half strokes tee to green, which was the most ever on Torrey South, period. There you go. There so you he, go. Just had a, he just was throwing darts all over. I went back and just looked at his stats um, after watching the round, obviously, from, from Saturday. To your point, it looked worse. It felt worse than it actually was. He didn't miss that much. 
you know, I mean, on on Sunday, he, he he just it's not like he Friday, had a Saturday. You mean? Oh uh, yeah, sorry, s- Saturday. God, it's please, PJ. Let's let's get consistent, and so that we can not screw it up on the podcast. Yes, on Saturday, the final round, it just looked and felt worse than the actual stats suggested because it's not like he bricked a bunch of bunnies the way right. that he did in the third round. Yes, and we're but we were living and dying because of that playoff potential and because. He was bringing. He had the chance to win the golf tournament outright. He he did. House. We forget. Two years ago, the dude was on the KFT. Yeah, man. So th- he just needs some reps. That's I mean, all. He's been in it. This to me was just reps. He's a young guy. He's striking the crap out of the ball. He now is ten to twenty yards longer than he was a year ago. He put on of, twelve pounds. Could you tell? Like where where did it go? Is, did I, he? Is it all in his dong? I don't. Because you can't see it. I, it didn't go on his waist. No. No, it, I don't know where it went, but it's, 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 you know where it went. It, it went to into the, you know, 10 yards, 20 yards more. It's that true. He's hitting the ball. And, and what you're seeing from all these guys is look, long irons are hard to hit. Every hacker like you and me knows that. So once you get your driving distance to a certain level, whether you're hitting a seven and eight, a nine, a wedge in, they're much more manageable clubs. And so your ball striking stats go up, your proximity to the hole goes up. He's now in that range where his driver is in contention, is putting him in contention all the time because he's just he's able to get over those bunkers. They're not in play, except right. for the ones on 18, obviously. But formidable. But, formidable. Yeah. So he he's only gonna get better from here. I, I do think it's glass half full. He 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 has acquitted himself very, very well playing against very, very good players. And yeah, was he shaky? I'm sure. Was he feeling nerves? I bet he was, but um, he's going to get there, and and I'm sure he's going to get there a lot faster than Luke List got there. Happy for Luke List. Yeah, we, we talked last week. We I was gave like, him some love. House, what, these odds, something's going on, and you brought it up. I mean, he has the most shots gained tee to green per round since July 1st on the PGA Tour. Berger is second, Rahm is third, Thomas is fourth. Luke List is number one in that category. He was eighth in putting this week, and that's why he won. What a shot on 18. What a shot on 18. Now, the funny thing is down the stretch, his putting, his his lack of confidence in his own putting stroke. I mean, he's notoriously yeah. a suspect putter. He knows it. He owns it. And, that, and, and you know, he, he just could not get a, a putt to fall. The, the, the first birdie he made on the back nine, he chipped in from the bunker. Because, you know, he wasn't just going to, he just wasn't going to make any putts. Yeah. But, you know, I, I liked very much, um, Sobel, uh, had a couple good pieces, you know, the, the, another sort of unexpected benefit to the Wednesday to Saturday is that our, our favorite golf journalists have an extra day to spend some time diving in. Kyle Porter had something come out today and then Sobel over the weekend, like, Hey, here's some of the stuff that we just saw. That's pretty interesting, but he made this connection between Luke List and Jason Kokrak, which I thought was really a strong observation because Kokrak, another guy in his mid-30s, yes, who who was held back by his short stick and then had a real breakthrough um, with his caddy, David Robinson. Uh, And if List can, you know, if this unleashes... Um, some confidence for for lists like you know we we he could be another guy who wins three times in in a calendar year. Good comp, good comp by Sobel, I thought. Yeah. Quickly speaking of acquitted themselves well, let's let's um go ahead and tip our caps to uh the tour 
for or, or whoever's responsible for the innovation of Wednesday to Saturday. Innovation. Well, it, it can't be. It's I not look, like crypto or something. I, oh, well, like, how the, hard can it be? I think the logistics are meaningful and you have to get a lot of buy-in across a lot of different, you know, areas and institutions, including your TV partners, your, your, the pro-am stuff, like all of it. It's not an easy thing where you wave the wand. I will say, you know, you you can't, you can't be the kind of thing where you just simply say, we're, this is the way it's going to be starting in September and running all the way until um, the masters. But if they want to pick, a handful of events, um, cherry pick a handful and, you know, they could figure out the logistics for it. I, I clearly the golf community is wildly supportive. It was yeah. unanimous how much everybody enjoyed it. Now we did not have anything else going on on this Saturday. So like in the fall, there was, there's college football. You don't want to go, if you don't want to avoid uh, uh, an NFL Sunday and instead yeah. put yourself up against the SEC, that's not going to work. Yeah. But, you know, for sure around the holiday time, and this is something that we were, um, you know, commending when we enjoyed the President's Cup the second week of December when it was in Australia a couple of years ago, um, how enjoyable it was to have nighttime Australia golf at a quiet time on the calendar. So if they're able to like pick some of these events and give them some shine by even if you want to go Tuesday to Friday, that's okay with me. I'm I'm fine with that. Anything to like take it out of its normal trajectory, give it unique eyeballs, give it its own, you know, uh, primacy. If they can get the logistics figured out, I support it. Yeah. Speaking of the President's Cup, mm. Jason Day was third. Neiman and Sungjae tied for sixth. Siwoo tied for 11th. Leishman was 16th. Mito T25. Two of the Canadians, who we just need to start calling the Canadians. They're sort of <laughs> interchangeable parts at this point. But two of them, two of the nine Canadians were inside the top 30, and Hideki was 30th in, in a big boy tournament here. I, that doesn't include, you know, uh, Cam... Uh, Cam Smith was not right. in this thing. No. You know, the, the Beezer didn't play great, but the, there was no Louis. I, yee. Yeah. We're just going to do this every, every, you know, couple of weeks we're going to do our, that we'll take the temperature of the president's cup. Yeah. We, lots of folks have been saying, you know, in their prognostications about how the 2022 season is going to go down. The president's cup could be more interesting than the Ryder cup because of the quality of rest of world. And yeah. especially, you know, the South Africans and the Australians, a game motherfuckers like they're yeah. they're they're bringing it. And it's it's awesome to watch. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm enjoying getting to know some of the, the these guys, the Latin Me American too. guys, uh, and South American guys are on the come up. You yeah. just mentioned. I mean, yeah. So let's just do like, like this week in, in in the President's Cup. You just ran through it. Pretty effing good performance. Yeah, I I do I do. We need to have a segment on Fairway Roland called I am eating the entirety of my foot. And I am eating the entirety of my foot on Jason Day because I just didn't believe it after Amex. I just didn't believe that he was here. And we talked did we talk about him last week? I mean, we joked. Yeah, we you know, did. we joked. I mean uh, now look, uh Cam Tringali was T three in this tournament too. And Cam Tringali's gonna end up being the guy, I think, who wins the most money ever without actually winning a golf tournament. It's I think incredible Cam Tregali is due. In fact, I like him on my list this week. He's on my well, list this week. Well, g- good, good. But I, we do have to say it certainly seems like Jay Day is back. Speaking of this week, which I know we will. 
And that's just another guy that we got to be thinking about because he seems to be healthy and he, he, he was not great down the stretch. The, that, that whole out Eagle sort of uh, covered up some pretty weak, uh, you know, play down the stretch. Those, those bogeys down the stretch were, were ugly, but he's just got to get just like Willie Z. Like he's got to get some reps when he's healthy and start feeling those feelings again. Uh, so it was good. To, it was certainly good to see him, but house like, was this even the most impressive it wasn't even the craziest win in golf this weekend. Did That's you watch right. what happened in Dubai? I did. I did. I, I, I didn't catch it live, but I caught um, replay and I went on the internet and consumed it in all the different ways that, that thank God the internet affords us. What and are we doing, Rory? It was marvelous. Now, again, I'm going to glass half full. Okay, because this this really I want to hear. <laughs> this is a stretch for you because you really want your Rory Masters bet to hang in there. I, it, this was not good from Rory. I I disagree. Now I'm gonna say the <laughs> winning the tournament in the manner that he should have won the tournament. All he needed to do was go par par, and he wins the tournament. Right. Um, and it was it's a drivable par four, and then a par five that you know he ate up all week. I I just I think for him, based on what we've seen of his mental state. This is where we are with Rory now. The golf speaks for itself. We don't have to have any more conversations about swing renovation or which coach is he with and you know, they're trying to cover up the reputation of he's whoever playing good he, golf. He's playing good golf and he's very confident and in control of his golf game. Well, not on not on the approach shot on a par 5 over water on 18 on Sunday when he just needs to But this is the point. That's a brain game. That's, that's not his golf game. That's his brain game. And he teed off. This is what I'm getting at. With a three wood on 18 for the first time this week and had his longest approach of the week on the final round, he had a 265-yard approach. He hadn't had that length of approach. Is that a caddy mistake then? Should the caddy step in and be like, what are we doing? You're the best driver of the golf ball that well, lives. Well, that's a that's a... Great question, right? That's a larger question. He doesn't have an adult as a caddy. He has a buddy as a caddy. So that's his choice. That's a, you know, part of how he's configured his team. It has worked for him with, you know. No, it hasn't. Well, that's the question, right? Reasonable results. Not Rory level results. Not the kind of results that Joe House wants out of Rory. Yeah, but I mean, still, look, his caddy helped him out a lot of Quail Hollow last year, right? Remember yeah. when he was trying to make that decision yes, on 18? Yes, yes, yes. So, so that 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 worked. And it's his boy. And but look, it it Rory can hit that. Rory can hit that shot nine out of ten times, but the fade, swipey fade into the water was just brutal to watch. And he shouldn't it, have and, been at that number. He should not have been at that number. That's the point to me. That's the larger point. But let's glass half full it. Okay. Victor effing Hovland, buddy. Third Victor Hovland wins all over the world. Not in the U.S. <laughs> That's the only thing he's missing is domestic, contiguous 50 state, you know, I mean, 49 state United States, right? Yeah. That's all we're it's, missing right now. I mean, it was a furious charge to, to finish out the, that round to Eagle and the birdie down the stretch. He thought he was out of it. He missed a He missed a bunny on 15 and thought he was dead, but, uh, birdie Eagle birdie finish. will do it. I, I just, you, I don't know. Rory lost this tournament more than Victor won this one. Oh, I mean, 
yes, for sure. You expect Rory to go par par, but uh, Hovland did go make birdie on the first playoff hole and, w- and win the playoff. He just, yeah. you know, put it down and yeah. we all continue to. And he's um, awesome. He's I awesome. It. That's it. He's he's great. Like we need to get him on our show. Joy to have around. He picked up the check and as they handed him the check, he said, cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> he's still like, he still has that youthful wonder and awe of the fact that he's out there. And there I, is. I, I, I have, I think on this show, I've previously called him hi, Rory. Um, and that, that's not, it doesn't really get at, at the, the true essence. I really want to, we need to, to work on this a little bit longer. There is a carefree attitude. There is a, a comfort in his own skin where it does suggest he's under the influence of something. It could just be basic happiness. He could be just happy, right? He could be a happy guy. <laughs> he, he, he talked about, somebody asked him a question about, can you remember a time um, where you were in a playoff like this, where it was this stressful. And he, and what he used as, as the anecdote was playing against other Oklahoma State guys where dinner was on the line and they were coming down the stretch and he went like birdie, birdie, eagle to snatch, you know, um, the, 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 the dinner away from the other two guys. I can't remember everybody. Um, it's another guy on tour and then two other guys I, I don't remember. But, it, I mean, it was awesome. That's where his head is at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just like the time I was playing for dinner um, two years ago or three years ago, whatever. Well, he's now number three in the world. He hasn't won in the U.S. The number two player in the world, Colin Markawa, is awesome, but sucks at putting. The number one player in the world, John Rahm, he has won once in 18 months. Do you know that? Um, it feels like more than that because the, of, the, of memorial. the memorial. And he's got a bunch of twos and threes and fives. He also shot the best score at East Lake. Yeah. I mean, it's like we, but isn't we that have, weird? Not no, because he won the memorial and he won East Lake. Uh, and and he won the US Open all in the same saucy year. Saucy John Rahm has been out the last two weeks. It's awesome. I and, love and, it so much. I'm so I glad think, you brought this up. Me too, but I think it may be tied to this fact. I mean, he has not, save for the US Open, which was a huge win and he dominated, he's got a lot of close but no cigars. T2 at Zozo in you know, October 2020. He's got, you know, the, the, the T3 at, at the Open Championship. He was second at Tour Championship, like you said. He was third at Northern Trust, chasing those guys down. But he hasn't won. He Mm. hasn't won, and I think he's getting pissed. I think he's done being Mr. Nice Guy coming in second. (laughs) I'm rooting for him being done. Like, I'm fine with him coming on and being Surly John Rahm every single week. Totally fine with it. Um, the old guys, you know, the, the the senior citizens that are the, that commentate on golf. Or oh, I'm not so sure that's this best. Yeah. Of, oh, it's the angry it's version. No, it's not. No, he he's fine. He wants it. He's fine. He's just gonna get get out there and kick everybody's ass. He gets frustrated. I think he's in control of it. Um, it's not keeping him from being number no. one in the world and kicking everybody's ass every single week. Um, you know, if he finishes. You, we could start talking about um, John Rahm's bad attitude if he starts finishing outside the top fifteen. If yeah, it, when, well, whenever that starts yeah. happening. Yeah, his winning percentages. He's still he's still won almost ten percent of the time that he's played golf in a competitive tournament. So yeah, that's that that's a number that's like 
the year of the year, you know, we're about to have the the uh lunar new year, right? The year of the tiger. Yeah. So that's, exactly. that's a tiger number. Yeah. But it's a very high number, but it it has been a while since he's won. And before that, he had a lot of almost. So I, I think he's I believe that the frustration that we're starting to see is he wants to go out, grab it, and win a golf tournament. So this Great. is fun. I love I to see it. that. Yes. yes. Saucy John Rom. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be, what do you think the number will be for him for, for Phoenix? Is it going to, he was six to one to win, uh, here at Tory. Is, is there any reason it's going to be higher than that at, at, uh, at the TPC in, in, um, Phoenix at Scottsdale? No. I mean, I, you got to believe Scottsdale, that he's going to yeah. go, he's going to go lock that one down, especially right. with Brooks winning last year. Same kind of style. Like, He's going to go get it. I love it. I love it. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply this episode is brought to you by hotels.com I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Anyway, so uh, let's go ahead and start talking about this week. We are at Pebble Beach, and the field is not th that strong. Um, and at the reason all. that it's not that strong is because the Saudi government um is paying, paying people off yes now what one really interesting thing um i mean i want to talk about bryson in one minute but one thing that i've i've taken mm. note of is some of the previous attendees 
at the Saudi International Open are not participating this year. Yes. And it seems like it has to do with those guys' particular posture as it relates to the Greg Norman tour. And so two names in examples. particular. Justin Rose is playing at Pebble Beach. Now, Justin Rose was an early Resurgent adopter. Resurgent Justin Rose. Justin Rose does not say no to a paycheck. I mean, mm -hmm. we see him on television uh, eating ice cream with his yes, caddy. That's yes. right. Yeah. All, all, anywhere that Justin Rose can The caddy that he fired. Yeah. Well, but look, you know. Um, he, he gets residuals. He's not afraid to take a check. Yeah. Brooks Kepka, also an interesting note, not a guy that is in Saudi Arabia this week, previously mm -hmm. has played there, previously has taken the checks, a guy who said that he does not support the Greg Norman tour. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if we're going to see kind of some of these camps start, start to, you know, sort of show themselves a, a, a little bit. Um, Bryson DeChambeau is definitely going to Saudi Arabia. My yeah. question to you after watching him take a swing and both physically and audibly recoil in what appeared to be discomfort, yes. discomfort yep. is the way I'll put it. Yep. Um, he's going to get in on an airplane. Maybe he's already there. Fly across to, to Saudi Arabia and I guess try and compete in, in some golf. What is your sense as to where Mr. DeChambeau is at? Well, he's at show me the money. He was going to get on that plane if his spine cracked in two and withdraw after the first hole if he had to to get the check. So that's that's what it's about for some of these guys. And hey, go go get your bag. It's all good. But I have to say, his game was not there. And we've talked about it for a while. Like, listen, he was playing fine. But that swing, as he continues to get old, is not going to be sustainable. It's not. And uh, what we saw this week was the first inkling that he's got some vulnerabilities. And, and all of this speed training that he's doing, you know, the, the, the amount of times he's swinging uh, and swinging hard, yeah, you know, it's going to catch up to him at some point. And we may start to see it now. I mean, he, he's, he's a spring chicken uh, by golfing standards, potentially. But, you know, he's going to be 30 in 18 months or so. Uh, his body is going to have a problem doing this forever. And uh, it's going to be an, it's going to take an impact on, on how he plays the game going forward. I don't know. What did you see? Did, did, did he? I didn't catch any post-round comments. Did he say anything? Um. He, I don't recall there being a, a an extended um, press conference. He kind of was dismissive of it. That right. and he, he indicated that 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 he was fine, but uh, and and he is young enough that whatever discomfort he experienced could be something that was a temporary or minor thing, or something that he's been confronted with just out of the camera's eye. Right? You know, I mean, when he's doing that training, it's speed training. Yeah. And he's swinging as hard as he can in in a really compressed yeah. time frame. Maybe he's, you know, what we Look, saw on camera is something he's been through. Yeah. He already had the wrist injury. So he, he's had both. And he sort of brought everybody in on his wrist injury through his social media posts and stuff. So we knew about that. And he was sort of working his wrist as I watched him play. Uh, although it was hard to see back to his group through uh, the the son that was uh, Brooks Kepka's bleach blonde hair 
<laughs> which, which really, really, really was quite. It just is quite the sight. Well, <laughs> I hope everybody gets to see it. If it's we're like lucky, the, maybe we'll get to ask him about it. I mean, that, I heard maybe, that might be happening. I don't we'll, know. Maybe. We'll just get a chance to ask him. Are you just looking for a fresh? It's the beginning of the year. Just a little fresh perspective. Yeah, can't, exactly. can't hold that against Brooksy, right? Yeah, yeah, we can't. But I, I do think, hey, let's watch it with Bryce, and uh, he's gonna, he, he's not, you know, he's gonna sort of compartmentalize it and say no, everything's fine. But uh, he did not look right. So for he me, it's right. it's it's literally the only thing that I'll be interested in seeing the news reports. I'm not watching one second of that bullshit thing um, with that that clown uh, situation. Um, but I will pay attention to the news stories to see what what you know the prospects are for Bryson um, and whether or not what he experiences a real injury or not. Yeah, he still hit it 366 on the tenth <laughs> hole. I mean, he's still just absolutely murdering the ball. So he's still probably okay. He's probably yeah. okay. That's the exactly. answer. Exactly. Let's go ahead and talk about um, this Pebble Beach Pro-Am coming up here. Now, it is tradition that it falls on the week between the end of the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. And it has, in years past, you know, been this vehicle for, uh, you know, celebrities and, and, you know, celebrities. Yeah. It's (laughs) those are like lame celebrities. It really is like the nappiest golf tournament. It's the best golf tournament to nap to, um, on, on, but really Saturday and Sunday (laughs) it's, it's cold in a lot of the United States of America. There's no football to look forward to beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's wonderful to see on television. It does put you in, it puts me, I'll speak for myself in a kind of reverie. And if I've had a nice lunch, that's got a couple of, you know, maybe I had a little bloody Mary at at brunch and then we tune in. Oh, there's Bill Murray. Ha 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 ha. Um, Oh, there's Ray Romano. Ha 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 ha. What's Kevin Streelman and Larry Fitzgerald? How much are they up by? Yeah. Um, you know, and then that, then we, we, we could see come now the winners of this tournament, um, are like of, of two vintages, right? Two, two crazy different. left fielders. Yes. Yes, exactly. 200 or, to ones or class or yeah. Major winners. Mm. So how are you sizing it up for this year? Last year was Daniel Berger, who who super competitive, especially in the U.S. Open. Nice dark horse. I'm going to put it out there right now to all the uh, Eagle enthusiasts. Daniel Berger, potential. He's going to be on my card in a couple of different ways for, yeah. the, for the U.S. Open. Phil Mickelson two years ago, and in between there, Nick Taylor and Ted Potter Jr. Jordan right. Spieth in 2017, and then Von Taylor and Brant Snedeker. Jimmy Walker who is a major winner and also Brand Snedeker and Phil and DJ and, you know, yeah. so major I winners think, and not major winners. I think for me, I'm on not major winners this week because the field is so diluted. And, okay. And, and well, they are, they are diluted, but they are diluted mm-hmm. uh, uh, in that there just aren't that many good guys playing this week. And you have a bunch of people who literally bailed out of this tournament yesterday to go play the corn fairy tour. So oh. I, I don't, I don't know what's happening, but this, this, this one, this one really has lost some of its luster in spite of the fact that Josh Allen's going to be playing. <laughs> That's he's not bringing 
uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 tour guys don't want to play with with uh, Josh Allen. I guess. I guess I don't know. Will, He's will not, people yeah. show up to watch him? <laughs> Who knows? We're gonna find out. But yeah, to me, this year it has that vibe with the field of like the big storylines. Where I mean, there's a reason that Cantlay is like. What is he? Seven and a half to one or something? Yeah, yeah. Because they just are assuming that the, the the interesting storylines are Seamus Power trying to keep his master's invite and stay inside the fifty. Like he's those he's are at the, fifty yeah. right now, isn't he? Yeah, those are the things that we're going to be talking about this week. I think more so than the the well, uh, class I, of winner. I did like one angle, um, our homie Pat Mayo, to Spieth or not to Spieth because. This is the tournament last year where we really saw him kind of get on his run. Right. We get his run started. And uh, Mayo made the point that really since the Open Championship last year um, that he kind of gacked away to, to Morikawa, his um, ball striking has eluded him for some reason. And he mm-hmm. has not rekindled that ball striking prowess. So... If you want to be a speed truther, and I know at least one of us on this podcast does, you'll be rooting for that ball striking. It's a very comfortable place, a place that he's won, a place that that he's, you know, happy. Uh, It is a happy place for him. Look, House, we just need to call it what it is. Pat Mayo does not have a baby. Jordan Spieth has a baby. And 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 he was sick. Yes, he's been playing like poop because he's yeah. a young father and he and Annie are probably sharing the wake-ups and all the things that you do when you have a young... But it's just not the focus right now. Okay. And I bet his game's going to round into shape as we get deeper into the spring and this baby gets a little bit uh, more on a sleep schedule. But that's what's going on right now. I he expect nothing the from help. Jordan Spieth. Yeah, he but can it, afford the help. Yeah, but that's not... You can afford it, but like... <laughs> <laughs> it's you want to be part of the the, the it's experience. Not a cat. I get it. It's not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's your child. If it's so, not, if the if if the child is not sleeping overnight, it is. Yeah, that's say. what's happening. That's I'll what's happening. That. I, I I think nothing of Jordan Spieth's uh, lull here, other than it hasn't quite been the focus that it otherwise might have been, and he's going to round it into form. I don't expect that to be this week. Okay. Well, let's start naming some names. Obviously, Cantlay is by far. Um, the, the, the favorite. And one thing I can't, maybe it was, um, somebody, one of these guys wrote the Sobel reporter that Patrick Cantlay is on the record as being the kind of guy that does not enter an event with any intention other than to win that event. And he's right. his, his comment, you know, goes to the effect of like, I, I peak for every event I play, I peak for every event because I don't play 35 weeks. So yeah. When I'm playing, I in, I intend to win the golf tournament. Um, yeah. So far this year, he looks pretty pretty damn good. So I I take him at his word. Um, yeah, I agree that we got a couple of darlings that we need to make decisions on for our birdie buddies on whether we're in or out. Uh, and I think the the one that that jumps out is Mav McNeely, right? T five yeah. and second the last two years at Pebble. He was good last week, but he finished. T30. I think he shot 75 on Sunday. So he faded a little bit at the end. He's played great in California. You know, he's got connections to this course and the area. So it's a little bit of a home game. But, you know, there was that kind of shitty round on Sunday. Everybody's hot on Mav. Are you in or out? In. In on Mav. Like this, uh, for for the same 
kind of reasons why you would you would um, try and paint a picture for Jordan Spieth where it's a comfortable place for him. Um, you know, it, it fits his eye clearly. I don't hold against Mav McNeely his third round performance at Tory. Instead, I I regard that that overall performance as proper seasoning to come into this event yeah. where he's really comfortable and, and performing very well. So I'm by the way, in once, on once again I said he shot a 75 on Sunday. I meant Saturday, the final round. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Well, Good, great mistake. The, be- the, the, the cascading downstream effects of PJ Tour giving us what we wanted, which is golf on days when we don't have to switch back and forth from football. Now we have to catch up. It's great. Uh, the other two that are definitely going to be in everybody's wheelhouse, Kevin Streelman and Jason Day have top 20 every single year over the past six years at this tournament. You just uh, have to have them. What would do, you, you I mean, with Day's last week, them. you got to buy in. I mean, I would have laughed at you three weeks ago, but now you got to do it, don't you? Yeah. yeah well, and it's Jason Day especially because of how all over the place he, he might be depending on his health and then where whatever. And yet he comes in and just top 10 every single time he plays here, like eight top tens, his last seven uh, results, seven. Now he's playing well. Second. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So days in he's available at 20 to one, like, you know, that that's worth a dart. Um, Did did you mention Daniel Berger? No. Oh, you mentioned Streelman. Yeah. Streelman's Streelman's one of the guys who's top 20 every single year. Now, I, I don't know that. Streelman's a threat to to win this week because I'm not sure you'd say that any week with Streels is as good as he is. Uh, but he's he's going top twenty this week. You know why? Is because of that thing we made the joke about earlier, which is him Larry and Larry Fitz? Fitzgerald. Yeah, he he is not going to let Larry Fitzgerald down. Like it's a point of pride now. I and and he has that extra motiva- uh, motivation now. You're you're right. He is his results are thirteenth, second, seventh, sixth, fourteenth, seventeenth. Um, so a top 20 bet feels, feels right to me. I mean, I, I, I like that, um, yeah. for Streels and maybe this is how we're going to build out one of these bet the house. I got to hit one of these bet the houses. I, fortunately, unlike the football season, there are 40 some weeks for us to get on the right side and, and get ourselves up to like that 60% mark that we like, um, for winning mm. bets, you know, so far now people were very complimentary that we were on Luke list last week. Yeah. Um, got a lot of good feedback. For the Luke List uh, discussion and and pointing folks there, um, let's let's try and do that. We, the the obvious guys are are indeed uh, Day Streelman. We had our Jordan Spieth conversation. We know Burger. what we're going to do with Cantlay. Yeah, Burger's got to be Talk on to the me about card. Burger. Well, I I mean he's another guy. He <laughs> he's defending champion. He's fifth and tenth. The two two previous yeah. times before that, and he's he's playing well. He's, yeah, he's he played the form. best. I watched him. He played the best of of Max and Brooks in that threesome uh, this week for sure. So uh, Berger's got to be you know on the dance card. Um, what about a little further down? I I, I made a, a little bit of a reference to Cameron Tringale, mm-hmm. just another guy who's just solidly out there collecting top twenty performances. Yep. Any any reason to fade him? You want to talk me out of Tringali as a top 20? Uh, I'm not going to talk you out of him because he is playing well. Uh, uh, but I wouldn't bet him. I wouldn't bet him to top 10. I like top 20. He um, he's played here a ton of times and only has one top 10 finish. But it was it was last year. He finished tied for seventh, So that would be a reason. There what about what about 
the surprising decision of Justin Rose to not go to Saudi Arabia for, for the Greg Norman uh, money grab open um, and instead come play here. Did you see anything last week out of Justin Rose that would make you want to invest in the 41-year-old? I mean, I saw a 69-68 on the weekend. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I, I For me, I just think uh, he's played a couple weeks now, and is he in peak form here? You know, is he going to be feeling tired two, three tournaments in? I, I, I don't know. I'm not a full believer yet, but uh, I also wasn't a full believer in day, and, uh, you know, that's why I ate the entire... <laughs> sole of my foot uh well justin rose uh, you know at this place another guy we saw him on uh a sunday back nine at the u.s open here um on the in the top you know five of that leaderboard um with a chance and he also was speaking of top five his strokes gained approach at tory last week was was outstanding and he finished as you mentioned i uh tied for sixth at tory so why not um yeah. a little look a little, a little bit down on, he's on playing Justin this Rose. to your point he's he's playing this to make a point i think so uh that in combination with the history of the course maybe we're going to see it from him i just worry about the old guys on on the third fourth leg of their you know of, of their playing schedule so i'm going to go down the card i have one name for you uh again tip of the hat to homie uh sobel brandon harkins want to mm. put on the on the dance card Mm, a lot um, of happiness in the Hubbard house uh, for his win last week on the KFT, right? Right. So there you go. I, so what, what's the relationship between the, the, the Hubbard family and, and Brandon Harkins? Just just uh, Mark and Brandon have played a bunch together and their wives are friendly and all part of the same traveling crew. So okay. it's good to see him get one. Okay. Well, there, there you go. Um Maybe not something that folks know. He's played Pebble well. He finished tied for 15th in 2018, tied for 28th um, in uh, 2019. And there uh, was an invitational last year. He shot uh, 21 under at Pebble. Um, oh, the, the tailor-made thing. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was like the record for the event. So the point is, he's hot. He's playing well. There we go, and a, and a name that that you know you might catch a little value out of. Mm. Well, I was looking at some value. Uh, Michael Thompson. I, I'm seeing Michael Thompson at fifty five to one on Fanduel. He was t eleven with a sixty nine on Saturday in the last round. He he bummed me out because I had him on a card um, the, the the previous week at, at okay. the at the Amex because he had played well in Hawaii. Yeah. And then he came to the Amex and he missed the cut. I was like, God damn it, Michael Thompson. But then <laughs> he is indeed in form and he showed us something just last week again. So I'll, I'll join you begrudgingly. Yeah. I mean, look, Taylor Pendrith, one of those Canadians, he was T16. He's sitting there at 100 to one. Uh, you know, we've talked about the two guys that I like coming up from the Corn Ferry Tour who seem to be playing the best. And that's Grayson Sig and Hayden Buckley. Aaron Rye notwithstanding because i loved that people got to know his story a bit better yeah, and great turn story the, turn the iron covers into a real uh uh win uh but those guys are both at 120 to one and they've been around the hoop a bit and then austin smotherman he's at 270 to one he shot 66 on saturday and finished t11 so if you're looking at some momentum plays or you know thinking about hey in a more diluted field who are some of the solid 
uh, consistent players that have been, you know, showing up in the in the one to twenty spot, who might, because of the dilution of the field, show up in the one to ten, one to five spot. Those are some names I'm thinking about. Yeah, I like it a lot because we've seen from that list of winners and guys that have had success at this place that it's fine to go pretty far down the dance card and just try and find a little value out of um, you know playing trends. You know how how guys have been fairing and this is a venue that doesn't ask for giant drives i mean the the, the you know they're playing no. the three courses but i'm just saying the whole experience no, you don't no, need no. to be you can be a shorter hitter yeah and i think the average drive at this place is like 20 yards shorter um because that's what's called for and that's what's what's required so how do you feel about Mito? um you know some folks have him at the very top of the list is it did i see did so will put him at the top maybe so yeah i think put, he did Okay, so that that's where where I, where I saw it. I mean, why not? Like uh, another solid um, top twenty five Atori out of him. Um, you know, he he's we keep we keep saying we, this could be Mito's week. Uh, he's got the the you know top uh, five at the Olympics, top five at Barbasol, top five at the Fortinet. So you know, he's he's got top five. Vintage. He's got. He certainly has the stock to to compete at, on on a li- on a list like this. Yeah, right. He's around the hoop. He's around, around the, the hoop. hoop. That's right. Well, it's going to be a week worth watching. Uh, but we're going to watch it. It's it's our it's yeah. your perfect Saturday Sunday nap uh, uh, combination. I just Had, wish we could see Spyglass. Yeah, it's uh, like uh, out of all. This is a thing. I, they just can't make make the investment, right? I I, I guess I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. I mean, look, th- I'll tell you, there was one guy following uh, the Brooks Group, who they they took the cameras off him, but he was still out there with a microphone. There was a okay. guy out there with a microphone, okay. and I, I went up to him and I was like, "Why are you pointing the big microphone when there's no camera?" He's like. They're just in my ear telling me to just keep getting sound. I was like, what? if we can afford a guy with hey. a microphone and with no camera on the group, why can't we put that guy with a camera over on Spyglass to capture, or in in last week's case, over on the North Course to capture the hole outs and holes in one that were happening there? I don't get it. If it's too it, heavy, just carry a phone. And and, and I, I will remind you, you, yeah. you that that anecdote reminds me we are officially netflixing bro we that that they, yes. he's walking around with that that mic because we're capturing we're capturing some some hashtag content even if, if it's just audio right <laughs> i think it was a mistake let's yeah. just say that all around tory there were military drills going at camp pendleton and the planes coming out of the air and helicopters and osprey coming out of the air force there's a lot more precision and organization going on in those drills than there was on the uh, on the coverage this week <laughs> I, I just would say there's probably a way to show a spyglass i think a ton of golfers would tune in if they just flew some drones over it for crying out loud you you and i would i'm dying to see it yeah i've been out there i've been fortunate enough to to yeah. be on the peninsula i haven't played spyglass have you played it i have Played it once. I have seen it and stayed at the place there a couple times. Oh, amazing! And it's uh, yeah, it's worthy of of being seen. Is my point. 
All right. Well, fingers crossed. Maybe <laughs> it won't be this year, but we can always hope for next year. Yeah. And, and the last point on the telecast is my favorite thing about Nance calling the game from Kansas City was how as they started to sign off and he was like, we're so excited to see you at Pebble next week. Nobody wants to mention the fact that Nance lives on the course <laughs> and that they're all going to be at his house hitting on that replica par three of the seventh that's in his backyard where a bunch of guys have had holes in one. Like everybody knows it, but Nance never says anything about it. Nobody in the telecast is like, Jim, can't wait to see you in your house. It's, it's like the most open secret of in all of golf. Nance coming home. Well, and the wine cellar. Open, open up the doors to the wine cellar this week. That's what this is. This is the Nance Wine Cellar Week. I hope everybody, let's, let's, you know, try and warm ourselves here on the East Coast. Much of the, the Northeast is under two feet of snow. Just think about Jim Nance at home. In a quarter zip. His, yeah, in his quarter zip and his giant wine cellar. The doors are open and everybody's pouring a nice glass of cab. No better way to end it than that, house. <laughs> That's it. Time for our own glass of cab, Nate Dog. There we have it, my eagle enthusiasts, my birdie buddies. Hopefully a couple of those names are going to resonate. We want everybody to have a strong return on investment. We'll get a bet the house pulled together here with our good pals at FanDuel. I'll tweet it out this week. It's going to be some of these names that we're talking about. Brandon Harkins is definitely going to figure in. Bye-bye, hook up by crook. I'm getting Brandon Harkins in. And you know what? Might a little, little little taste on Homeless Hubs this week. Homeless Hubs uh, proposed to his wife on the 18 green here at, at Pebble Beach. Why not? Let's, let's ride a little karma wave and try and do the right thing, everybody, this week. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.